Okay, so you know that thing where you cry on your birthday? I don't know if that's a normal thing or not. Like, I did a poll on my story on Instagram. Everybody go follow me. At Suze the Muse. I did a poll to see if it's normal or not to cry on your birthday. And to all the people who said it's not normal to cry on your birthday, okay, you privileged fuck. I'm so glad that you have high mental health that you don't get emotionally touched by how much people care about you or you know even sometimes I've cried that I wasn't getting enough attention one year I cried coming home in the car from school because no one in the 45 minute drive had mentioned my birthday and I was just I wasn't fucking having it you know I was devastated how dare they so sticking to the uh theme of self-obsession and just being completely full of myself. This is a very special episode of Sipping and Spilling with Suze in which it's all about me. I know usually I have a guest. This week I have multiple guests. This is like my own version of a virtual, not virtual, audible. Yeah, this is my audible guest book of everyone who I've spent my birthday with or, you know, who have, you know, are really close with me and have, you know, messaged me and stuff about my birthday. And it's just people telling their favourite Suze-related story. Thank you, everyone who has partook. Please enjoy. I'm really sorry if everyone's like, we don't want to hear about you. We listen to your podcast to hear about other people's problems. But I promise that after this, I will get back to regularly recording and posting. And there'll be more tea-filled. But thank you to everyone and enjoy. Hi, I'm Alva. And my favourite Sue's memory is when we went to Ackle and we both got really drunk the first night and I'm pretty sure you like were passing out and waking back up again and when you were like awake we would just lie on the bed and eat crepes together and then we spent the whole weekend having cuddles and walking to the beach like once a day and it was just a lovely romantic getaway for us and oh honourable mention to the, my first day in UCD when you brought me to your lecture first and then walked me to my own lecture and like waited until everybody was in the lecture hall and like just brought me in like you were my mom so that was really sweet of you so yeah yeah i don't think i can do this on my own okay you can talk to me <laughs> no oh my god there's gonna have some like warning for headphone users because my giggle was strong that's okay <laughs> it's not going I can, anywhere i can turn down the gauge if you like there you go. Oh, wow. Turned down a bit. I know. I'm an absolute podcaster. I mean, look at it. It's proper. It's a real She's mind. here. Okay. So, um... Well, I couldn't decide between the two. Between your two stories. Yeah, that I okay. already told you, but I'm going to tell you again. For posterity. For reasons of for... podcasting. <laughs> That's... The, yeah. For... So I can have my little bit of glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it can no, go no. on longer and longer and longer. So do you yeah. want to say your name? Oh, my na- my name is Lampkin. Yeah, how do we uh, know Kira, each- Kira kind. How do we know each other? We know each other through a wonderful person called Sarah Brogan. Yeah, previous guest on the podcast. <laughs> you may have heard of her once or twice. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, never mind. Uh, <laughs> What were you going to say? What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, I was talking to my husband. I was like, oh, yeah, uh, my friend, uh, her <laughs> cousins are the Broken Brothers. And he's from, like, whatever. It doesn't give a shit. It doesn't give a shit. It doesn't give a hoot. <laughs> a hoot about uh, 
people. I mean, he was still like, oh yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, but we. She hyped you up. She really was. She hyped me up. She, she was like, look, Lampkin. <laughs> I know this person, and you're gonna fall in love with them. And she was right. I remember Sarah being like, you're gonna love Lampkin. You're oh wow, she hyped me up. Wow. Yeah, yeah. She was like, you're I gonna feel love her. and I was like, I'll be the judge of that. I'll see. And then, <laughs> and then I fucking loved you. Sarah. I mean, it was instantaneous. I think. Yeah, yeah. Sarah was talking to people. Sarah was who talking made to like feature in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, Sarah was talking to like Peter and Fear. Oh my god, like, people. We didn't, I didn't know them at the time, and I was just like fucking we, asshole. We, like, Jesus. <laughs> we were both too scared to talk to new people. So we we're so socially anxious that we just communicate with each other. We locked eyes and we're like, we're about to, <laughs> we're about to talk shit about everyone. everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was a good time, and that was when I knew. That was a highlight. <laughs> that was the real story. Oh, the real story. Okay. The real. Well, it's not really a story. It's just a moment that illustrates our wonderful, vibrant friendship, full of shakes tatas. I'm so excited. Ta 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 Yeah, and we were we were. I think I think myself and Sarah were going somewhere. Yeah. And I was, and you know, had to see you while I was out in Dublin. Yes, of course. <laughs> it was raining as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> For some reason, you've already told me the story and I kind of completely forgot. And I was like, I wonder what story this is. Yeah. 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 Well, it's a good, well, it's a good time for it's us. It's a good story. I mean, it was lashing rain and Sarah was playing. Sarah's football. playing a gamma. match. Yeah, so as you do when we you're from Dublin. We were sitting in Sarah's mom's car. <laughs> It's not like we were sitting in Sarah's car. We were sitting in her mom's car. Yeah, that poor woman had never met me before. <laughs> oh, she met me. In, she's met me numerous times. Yeah, I yeah, still yeah. think she's like, what the fuck? Is Why is Sarah friends with this I person? Mean, <laughs> I mean, we're good fun though. I mean, can you blame her? I yeah. mean, I say good fun. We're a questionable family. <laughs> we, literally, we literally sat in the car in the lashing rain while Sarah's mom was like, "Go on, Sarah, run for the ball. Yeah, get it. Yeah. Oh yeah." And then you're like. Well, I think my initial, it started with me going, I don't like birds. They're little dinosaurs. <laughs> and I will hold it. I will. Um, um, no time for I don't birds. like, yeah, yeah. You see them. The way they bob. You know, their necks. And, Worst kind of mm. bird. Go. One, two, three. Pigeon. Oh, seagull. Oh, sorry. Yes. Have you seen that video of the seagull eating the duckling? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I hope that's uh, not real, but. Uh, no, it is. It's 100% real. Yeah. They're evil fuckers. They are. And they, they're so loud. They're terrible. Actually, and in this county, they're so fucking big. They're, oh, no, they're massive because they just eat trash. They just, yeah. Like, <laughs> they're radioactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah, insane. Yeah. So, yeah, we were talking about dinosaurs, birds, <laughs> and bats at one point. At one point, I was like, opinions on bats? Yeah. And I just love the fact that we drove Sarah's mom out of the car. Yeah, Sarah's mom's like, <laughs> Into the rain. I'll stand in the rain rather than talk to you morons. She really, yeah. I don't blame her. I mean, yeah, I don't blame her. No, no, no. <laughs> if I was anyone else, I'd be like, why are they talking about drugs? Drugs. What? Yeah. You will play on drugs. Two, two peanuts to one fruit pastille. Yeah, you're welcome. Happy birthday. Thank you. Look at you. Susan has, has commenced. Guys, this is Sean here, and just want to wish Suzanne a happy birthday. She's a very special woman in life. And so, my favorite Suzanne story. So it was it was Christmas or it was New Year's Eve. Sorry, there was a group of us in a little cottage in Donegal, and you know, as is wont to do in a New Year's Eve, we got pretty drunk, and we were going down to the local to count down the uh, count down the New Year's. But on the way to the local. Myself and Suzanne got a little bit sidetracked because we saw a park. And so 
this park had pretty big walls actually. I feel like it was kind of designed to keep drunk people out, but you know, me and Suzanne weren't having it. So I naturally give Suzanne a foodie over the wall and then uh, proceed to climb over the wall and me and Suzanne sitting, singing on, swinging on the swings, having a great time. We give each other a hug and say, Merry Christmas, even though it's not Christmas yet. And it's actually Happy New Year. So, you know, we were pretty drunk at the time. So anyway, Peter and Faker come over and tell us to get to get out of this park. Because, you know, what what are you doing in a kid's park at this time of the night? It's a bit, bit, bit creepy. So, you know, we... I then give her a footy back over that wall. And I actually cut myself pretty badly because it was barbed at the top, which is an interesting feature on the fence of a children's park. But, you know, hey, Donegal do what you got to do and then we go into the night or sorry not a nightclub that's a bit much it was a pub but you know everyone in the town was in this pub so it was packed and we're we're dancing on the dance floor me and Suzanne are absolutely killing it as we are wont to do because you know the girl can dance I can dance it all works out well so we're dancing having a great time the DJ DJ Mo shout out to DJ Mo he was a great lad uh actually gives us a shout out because we were absolutely killing it on the dance floor because the two of us were quite drunk and having a great old boogie so we continue to boogie and then we realize we look at the time and it's five past twelve and dj mo realizes that uh he forgot to the new year's countdown so he starts at five minutes late everyone in the club kind of or in the pub realizes what's happened and we all kind of counted down together and that is probably my fondest memory of me and suzanne sitting there dancing our hearts out getting a little shout out playing on some swings great time so this is all i have to say and happy birthday suzanne Wish you all the best. Oh, I'm nervous now that the red recording button is moving. Um, hello, Suze. You asked me to come up with my favourite Suze story with the little instruction booklet here. And I could have probably spent a while thinking what Suze story I was going to come up with. And I was thinking about the different times that I bumped into you or we've ended up on the same trip or we've ended up doing the same thing. And... I was trying to think if there was any one story or one one particular thing that stood out to me. And I think the thing that I'm going to go with is that every time I see you, every time I happen to be there when you see other people, especially Kate, Sean, Fikra, Kira, Sarah, people like that, Ben, you always wave and say, Hi Kate, hi Peter, hi Fikra, and... You seem so genuinely happy to see the other person. And uh, it happens regularly enough that I think it it, 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 it it almost comes off as a bit. It almost comes off as a, as, a, as like a running joke, which would be funny in and of itself. But there's, I think there's a really genuine sweetness to it. And there's a really nice uh, feeling, even for myself, of seeing someone. And every time you see them, them being so happy to see you as well. And I think that's probably the... As I look for the definition of what I meant to be saying on the card. The super cute birthday message. I think that's what I'm going to go with. That every time I see you and every time I see other people seeing you. It's that very genuine smile and wave. And saying hi. Which I think is really sweet. I hope that's the kind of thing you're looking for. Um, if it's not, I'm sorry. I hope you have a. I hope you had a great birthday and I hope you enjoy the rest of the night. And I will talk to you soon. Uh, and I'm going to fumble for the pause button. Um. Hi, uh, so it's Fierke here, chiming in with my instalment for uh, Suzanne's birthday and Tales of Suze. So I was thinking all day about what kind of stories I could tell uh, for this this podcast. Um, I was thinking there's going to be a lot of stories about, like, stories with Suze and, like, stories about Suze. 
Um, so I thought I might tell a story which is more like a kind of a indication of the kind of person that Suze is. Um, so to start off, I suppose, for a bit of context, myself and Suze first met in May 2019 and we met on a windsurfing trip where we kind of hit it off and got on really well and hung out a lot for that week and met up a couple of times afterwards um, before I went away to... And it was really nice. You can edit this out, Suze. I was in Canada and this one day I went off to a bay called Lions Bay. I went off with my friend called Fergus and we went cliff diving. And while I was in Lions Bay, we started off cliff diving, cliff diving off the smallest cliffs and then the higher cliffs and eventually we got to these really high cliffs. Like So anyway... I jump off the highest cliff, I hit the water, and I hit the water, I kind of have a bit of a whiplash, and I'm climbing out of the water a bit later, and uh, I realise my neck's really sore, and I sit down at the top, and I can't really remember what's just happened, I've kind of got a bit of like a temporary memory loss, and I know I was talking to, I was texting a few friends at the time, I was texting Sarah, Sarah was with Suzanne while I was texting Sarah from um, from Vancouver, and um, after after I was talking to Sarah about it, uh, Suzanne was on to me asking... Um, if I was okay and uh, thought like I got some really genuine like genuinely concerned messages and I just thought it was a really uh, a really strong indication of the way Suzanne is the kind of person who really cares about people and it's coming from a really genuine place all the time and um, I don't know just you know when you have Suzanne as a friend and uh, that she's got your back I just thought it was good a good sign and a good uh, a good showing of of the kind of character that Suze is. That's um, something different, I know. And, um, you know, not obviously not a tale of something that uh, I've done with Suze. I've got lots of lots of those too. But uh, I just thought that'd be something something good to, to share with the with the group. There you go. Um, happy birthday, Suze. You're a great person. And uh, I hope that all your friends know that you're there for them. Well, hello there, Suzanne. Um... Look, when we think back to, I'm going to say 2011, you know, probably around 2011 we met, um, shit's happened. Shit has happened, you know. Uh, memories, mm, let's see. Funny memory, you getting carried down the stairs in your wheelchair in first year during the fire uh, fire drill because Mr. O'Connor and Mr. Beecher refused to let you walk in case you fainted. That was funny. You know, when you think about all the shit we've done, it's quite hard to distinguish one, two, three memories, you know? Um, we have the physics, and I feel as though at this age everyone's heard the physics story, um, where we were so annoying and talked so much during physics that one, our teacher stopped differentiating between us, and two, he tried to move us, and after about two days realised that it was really stupid and moved us back so you know that was that was cool um yeah you're pretty cool um <laughs> oh god um shit i can't can i um some some more fun times i mean we went to i brought you to ackle and some would say ruined any semblance of innocence that was left in in little suzanne um you got sick and you were in bed and I, I was nursing you and then I got drunk and then 
still managed to, in fairness to myself, still managed to come back and check on you every now and again. Maybe it was the guilt from not going to visit you in the hospital um, that November because, um, for reasons unknown, really. Um, we went to Belfast together. We almost died a couple of times because we were staying in the very, very unionist part, which was nice. Um, then we went to Spain shortly after. And we ate Oreos and Burger King pretty much for, for 10 days. No, four, seven days, five days. I don't know how long we were there. We had a nice time. We got sunburned. We get sunburned a lot. And we also went to Independence, which was nice. We stayed in a tent. We had all our ground sheets, so we didn't get very wet. And that was okay. I'm just to let you know, I'm now scrolling through photos to try and regain some memories. Um... Because, you know, the, the memory is hazy. The memory is always hazy, Suzanne. We've done a lot of things. We've had a lot of nice times. Um, I don't know how this is going to be able to go in here. I, I remember in Portugal, they were all talking about pennies and we got really annoyed. And then I went to the bathroom and you followed me and then we just slagged them about pennies. Sorry, we slagged pennies and them as we sat in the bathroom by ourselves. Um, so that happened amazing story because I don't know why but I, I've, I've been thinking but nothing's been coming because I think we just have so many that it can be hard to to pin them down um, I'm recording for about four minutes so that's that's something um, look I've been in this house a lot I, I spend a lot of time here I get on with your family you get on with mine we're you know, we're the Ben and Paddy of our generation, some might say. Saz and Suze, an iconic duo who actually had the crown of dynamic duo ripped away from us brutally in 2018 by two cousins who weren't even a dynamic duo. But, you know, we came through it. We came through it okay. And here we are, um, you know, eight years later. Maybe not. Maybe we do know each other ten years. I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe nine years. But we've only been friends, really, since secondary school. So, you know, we'll we'll put it at that. Um, I mean, some of my favourite memories are just spending time with you, you know? They're nothing specific. It's just walking around the halls in, in St. Joseph's College, Lucan, for hours. Before school, during lunch. Going to New York with you was pretty cool. Um... We had some nice times in New York. Um, we went to Wexford that time and your mom was like, oh, it's November, October. You definitely shouldn't go swimming. It's definitely too cold. And we went, yeah, no, Avril, yeah, that's fine. We won't go swimming. And what did we do? We went swimming and it was very, very cold. But, you know, we're still here. We tell the tale. It may have been cold, but it, character, character building. Lucky to have you in my life. Hope you stay in it, because, I mean, I don't want you gone and you're not going to be able to get away from me. I can run fast, so you can try and run from me and you won't get very far. Um, yeah, this is, I've just been rambling now. Um, you done anything else? Yeah, okay, I'm going to leave it there because, like... Yeah, I can't say that we have the best um, relationship between yourself and myself in hospitals. Um, 
I mean, you've spent at least two of my birthdays in hospital, um, so that's cool. And I have visited you maybe twice in in all your hospital trips, um, which you like to hold against me. Um, But that's cool, you know. I don't love hospitals, so you like them more than me. That's cool. You spend more time in them and I'll promise to come visit you at least twice more than I have in the past. Um, Yeah, okay. I'm gonna leave it there because I would like some more cheese. Um, I love you lots and 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 lots. Um, As I've said before, I love you from here to Neptune, because Neptune is very, 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 very far away. Goodbye. I don't think I ever said my name. I'm XOXO Gossip Goat. Oh my god, I'm so nervous. Go. Okay. <clears throat> Go. Are you not saying No, you do set the tone. <laughs> what do you mean? Are you so nervous? You're still on a phone. Okay. <laughs> Hi, my name's Ashling. <laughs> my name's Fiona. <laughs> we need to start again. <laughs> Take two. Take three. Sorry. No. Okay. Take three. <laughs> Hi. My name is Ashling. <laughs> Hi. My name's Fiona. And together we are... Ashlona. Ashlona. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and we're obviously here to wish Suzanne, Suzanne a, a happy, happy 21st birthday. Oh my god. I'm so nervous. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> Take number five. <laughs> Hi, my name's Ashling. <laughs> Hi, my name's Fiona. And together we <laughs> And together we are Ashlona. <laughs> we did it! This is what it's like working with an amateur. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are here. Today, <laughs> to wish Suzanne a very, very happy 21st, 21st birthday. <laughs> We're so bad at this. Okay. We just want to basically say that we love you dearly, Suzanne. Lots and you and know lots. that. Um, I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating. Okay, keep going, keep going. <coughs> okay. I know, we need to stop this. <clears throat> Take number seven. 17. <laughs> it feels like it. Okay, so. Hi, my name is Ashling. Hi, my name's Fiona. <laughs> together, we are Ashlona. <laughs> so we're here to tell stories about her. Um, to um, reminisce <laughs> on our, our friendship with Suzanne. To, um... Like we could go into all her, all the time we spent on her, <laughs> her queen size bed, <laughs> her queen queen size single bed, Wait, queen size single bed, the best bed in the world. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're not here to talk about her bed <laughs> as much as we want to. Um, we're just so, gonna take it back, yeah, to January twenty twenty. Um, Jeez, you're taking it to space. <laughs> 
<laughs> hands together now. Um, so in January 2020 mm-hmm. is when we went on a gals trip to Lisbon. Yeah, five of us. Just and before the pandemic hit. Yeah, perfect timing. Um, <laughs> so of course in this trip we had many things happen. Uh, many, many funny, interesting. <laughs> Fiona flashed herself a number of times, but we won't go into that. That's for her birthday. Um, but one day we were walking down the streets uh, in the lashings of rain. Oh, it was so bad. Picture it. Like, picture it. Flooded. Oh, flooded. It was so bad. We were soaked to the bone. Our jeans were stuck to us. It was horrific. The streets were so snippy. Oh, it, was it, was, it was so bad. Anyway, um, Sarah and Garnia went to go and get umbrellas. So... Yeah. We sat under a little, like a canopy, canopy thing, thing out on the street. Mm-hmm. And, and Suzanne, I must, I must say, Suzanne, as always, was looking fine. She, she had her she was signature, wearing... her cowboy, not cowboy, cow print, <laughs> cow print <laughs> boots on. She had her oversized, oversized fleece. Yeah. Her signature cream beige trousers. Mm-hmm. She was looking fine as she does. She as, was like always rocking it. And anyway, <laughs> this fella, I could see him in the corner of my eye, started just walking towards us and not judging anyone by their appearance, but he looked... He looked um, <laughs> rough as toast. <laughs> and he was he was eyeing us up. And he just, he, he looked really angry. Really angry. And he was just, not even running towards us, he was just kind of <laughs> thumping towards us. Is that how you describe it? I don't know. Um, and he was walking past us anyway and... He turned this around. man, this man gathered all the saliva in his mouth <laughs> that he could possibly get, yeah, and made a full-on saliva attack onto Suzanne's signature leopard print hat. Her leopard print, fluffy bucket hat. But the queen that Suzanne is, she took it in her stride. She took it in her stride. If that was me, I'd have a meltdown. I'd start crying. <laughs> start crying. She Imagine. took it in her stride. She took it in her stride. She still rocked the outfit. Yeah. But that that, le- that leopard print hat still goes that, on. <laughs> it's still there to these days. To, to, to this day? To these days? Oh, no, I can't speak. Oh. Um, but it was so funny. But that that's was... not the only story we have about Suzanne. No, we've, we've had a many a night out. Many a night out. Many she makes out. the best cheese toasties. If you haven't tried them yet, <laughs> I'd, I'd recommend. Um, no, we've had, we've had many she's a funny just, night out. I think she's just the best person to bring out because mm-hmm. she introduces you to everyone. Yeah. She makes yeah. you feel so comfortable when Welcome. you're um, And she's just there for a good time. She's obviously a great buzz. Great buzz. Would highly recommend. Yeah. Um, really good. But yeah, we love you lots, Suzanne, like always. Um, we're so sorry for the minutes it takes. This took us. We're actually, we're actually sweating, dude. <laughs> you No joke, we are. I'm Yeah. Really hope you have a bit of dove. <laughs> Spot deodorant. Spot deodorant, love. Oh, um, this is nerve yeah. Um, But thank you for letting us feature. Sorry about the editing. There's, there's about 40 takes. But, you know, we love you so much and stay Suzanne. Stay the same Suzanne. And be you. <laughs> Keep doing you. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna end this here on a little song. What song? What song? I'll give a little rendition of something. Give me a song. Pump it up. You got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. You got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. Hi, I'm Grania, and this is my story about Suzanne. 
So it all started in 2019. Sarah was going to the Windy Ball and Suzanne was invited, but she didn't want to go alone. She didn't know a lot of people. Sarah did, because weirdly enough, she was in the club. Suzanne just decided to go and no one else was available. But me dropping out, it meant that I had a lot of time. So I decided that I'd go. Start off, get something, it's all grand. We head over to Sarah's, we meet up. We head on our way, that's all grand. By the end of the night though, me and Suzanne are just over it and it is one of my favourite moments with her because it was just quietly sitting in a corner (laughs) having random people come over to us because they feel like they should socialise. Neither of us really caring. Just chilling. She's in heels, she doesn't want to walk anymore. I'm there in a jumpsuit that I decided it was meant to be off the shoulder and I just pulled up the sleeves because it was what? More comfortable. Did not care. (laughs) Was just chilling. Then Kate walks through the door to much excitement for Suzanne. Ends up hopping over to her, immediately pulls her over to the table and then the three of us get to have a chat for the night. And it is definitely one of my favourite times with Suzanne. Just chilling, people watching, talking about people that we all had spoken to once before, (laughs) then just chilling. Yeah. Okay. Let me, this is probably my take 57. Um, Yeah. Good luck editing this one, Suzanne. I hope this is the final one. Um, Okay. So I'm Helen. And as you can probably tell from my voice, I am Suzanne's foreign friend. Um, I... I'm in the same course as Suzanne in college. We're both doing politics and geography. Well, I mean, I no longer do the geography section. She no longer does both politics or geography. Um, Yeah, so me and Suzanne actually met in our peer mentor group. So the very first day of college. And yeah, uh, she was the biggest social butterfly. And I was like, oh my God, she's just way too cool for me. And I was very intimidated, but she was just such a vibe. So I was like, I need to get this girl to be my friend. So that's exactly what I did. And I've been best friends ever since. So yeah, that was three years ago. And um, it's weird. Like, it does not feel like it's only been three years. It feels like it's been an absolute lifetime. So we have spent a lot of time together. So in college, we used to... Yeah, we used to pretty much spend all day together. We were actually pretty responsible in second year for going to all our lectures. First year, not so much. Don't actually know what we were doing in first year most days. Um, That's kind of questionable. We used to get into quite a lot of trouble with our geography professors. And, oh God, because they were just so, so annoying and so demanding with the amount of work and effort that they wanted people to put into the study of like rocks and glaciers I don't know honestly it was just not fun but um yeah we used to get in trouble all the time for what either talking or just not knowing what was going on lectures Suzanne got called out a couple times by um I won't name any names you know we won't name and shame but is that even the saying God, I don't know. English is just not my first language, guys. Um, But yeah, I used to get in trouble a lot in geography. 
And I mean, coming to think of it, I think some of my favorite memories, though, have to do with geography. We used to have to go um, and do these trips every year. Well, we did two trips. Um, one of them was to, I think it was to Trim, like Castle or something. Um, and we had to like survey people outside of a little. It was so funny. Um, we used to have to like go up to people and ask them about, I can't even remember what it was we were asking them about. Maybe it was about like abandoned, oh, vacant like buildings in the area or something. Um, it was just, you know, these types of things you don't think you're gonna find yourself in a situation like this until you decide to study geography. We also had this very big trip up to Northern Ireland and we were, I don't even know, studying the border region. Sorry, why is this turning into a geography lecture? I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, and yeah, it was a couple days that we were up there for and we like went from location to location. And Suzanne at the time actually, so this was last March, so March 2020. And um, we, yeah, so Suzanne was actually pretty ill at the time um she had some medical things happening and yeah she still got on the bus for me and went on this trip up to fucking Donegal or whatever wherever else we went um we didn't quite make it to the end of the trip actually because we well COVID actually hit so what happened was we were up there I'm pretty sure we had just went up to a cliff or something i don't even know and we got back onto the bus and it was announced that ucd had shut down because of covid um meaning it was actually illegal for them to take us on this trip so we had to turn right back and head back on up to dublin thank god also suzanne was unbelievably sick at this point sorry i don't know why i'm laughing that's really awful but she was actually getting sick in the front of the bus and it was so awful. Um, and the teachers, or sorry, the teachers, the lecturers, like let her sit at the front with them and it was just really upsetting and I felt so bad for her. We were like going, oh God, it was so awful. We were going through these like windy roads through fucking cabin and all that. And um, yeah, poor Suzanne was as sick as a dog at the front and she thankfully made it home safe um but yeah that was like the last time before COVID I saw Suzanne it was very sad but um yeah honestly that trip was probably one of my favorite memories even though considering the state of Suzanne's health at that time um yeah so geography was always pretty eventful that whole trip was a bit of a shit show like we we had drinks one night at the hotel in one of these boys rooms and things just got a little weird like it was just really strange you know geography students get up to some strange things come to think of it honestly i think me and Suzanne have gone on quite a few trips together um we also considering that we only knew each other for three years uh we also went to galway in first year um, that was quite a fun trip. Honestly, a lot of stories from that. Uh, we went with, I think it was like the CNE Society or something. And it was like my first college trip. And we went with all our friends, stayed in this hostel, stayed in this... Oh, it was so disgusting. I think it was like 
10 of us staying in this one room with like three bunk beds and it was just a bit of a disaster but it was so much fun like there was this other guy in our room with all like us and all our friends um who kind of infiltrated and that actually ended up being kind of weird because he proceeded to like continue trying to be friends with us when we came back to Dublin um and yeah it was very overbearing and then he also made up like these rumors or something that I had gotten with him or something and it was it just got a little weird it got very strange but those nights were pretty fun down in Galway we got up to some pretty questionable activities and um yeah always ended up in some nice spooning Suzanne probably spooned one of my roommates um at the time she loved doing that <laughs> or sorry I mean getting spooned by them obviously um Suzanne is if anybody knows Suzanne she's obviously the little spoon um yeah, I mean, I honestly could go into so many different nights out that me and Suzanne have had. Uh, we tend to really hype each other up a lot. Um, Suzanne is my personal hype woman. So she she's a very, very good wing woman to have when I'm out. Uh, we, we really like to get up to some funny things once in a while um one of my favorite nights out actually was halloween um in second year so that was yeah 2019 halloween we went to this house party in dundrum actually um and yeah i'm not sure if i'm allowed to say this on the podcast but there's just a lot of drugs going on um i guess i can say it because i was not we were not partaking in that um we did not consume any drugs we don't do drugs but yeah there was a lot of stuff going around and so people were on like a very very different level and me and Suzanne obviously just drinking were having the best time chatting some amount of shit to people and just oh god like Suzanne was bopping around the place just talking to every single person there there was this like smoking area out in the garage that she would just go up to the most like random people it was a very big like rogue house party like you just did not know really half the people there and um Suzanne introduced to me to every single person there <laughs> it was very funny um it was Halloween as well so I'm pre oh yes we dressed up we dressed up as well you guessed it, a devil and angel. Oh my god, I forgot. Me and Suzanne, we were matching in our Halloween costumes. Of course. Of course we were. Um, yeah, so we were devil and angel, you know, just really having the best time ever. And it actually ended up with one of my, one of these, one of the guys that I was getting with in first year showed up. I won't name any names, but everybody knows his name. Um, and with his, at the time, girlfriend, so his new his new girlfriend, and with his best friend as well. Um, so me and Suzanne obviously came up with this really intricate plan that naturally I have to get with his best friend now because um, that's just the right thing to do. And so she, you know, wing woman, the whole thing, orchestrated the whole situation and... 
yeah, I mean, safe to say we were successful in our mission. It was a very funny night. Um, and Suzanne obviously also had to talk to his, his new girlfriend. Um, and I don't think she was very amused by Suzanne. Um, she had this really, she had on this gorgeous makeup. I don't, I don't remember what she was dressed as, but she had on this gorgeous makeup and it was like, uh, I don't even know. It was, it was, it was a lot to handle, but Suzanne basically went up to her and in the most fake tone was just in awe of her makeup and was like, oh my God, like you are so beautiful. Like your makeup is amazing. Just, you know, um, just in a bit of a, I mean, it might've been a bit condescending. We don't know. Um, but yeah, the girl was not very, <laughs> was not very, um, she didn't really want to take the compliment. So yeah, I don't think she liked us very much. I actually met her afterwards. Turns out that she actually knew who we were and, um, yeah, was apparently pretty intimidated by me and Suzanne. So yeah, that's me and Suzanne were two intimidating individuals at a party. Um, very approachable though, you know, we will talk to anybody and everyone. Yeah, that night also obviously ended up with us taking home a boy, none other than one of our best friends. I don't know if I'm supposed to say his name, but Niall, shout out to Niall. Um, he was in a bit of a bad way, let's say. Um, so we obviously minded him and took him home and spooned him to sleep. <laughs> A lot of spooning going on. Sun loves the spoon. Um, yeah, the three of us slept in my bed. It was very adorable. I'm sure he was so excited when he woke up with me and Suzanne on his bed. What else would you, like, what more could you even ask for? Um, yeah, so that was Halloween. Um, I could really get into a lot more nights. Um, we tend to have pretty eventful nights when we're together. Uh, but I will probably leave that for when Suzanne is here and can, you know, tell the stories a little better because I'm not the best at telling stories and I'm actually also have a terrible memory. So I really probably can't remember half of what actually ever happened. So yeah, Suzanne, I hope you have an amazing birthday. Hope you had an amazing birthday. Hope you're still, you better still be celebrating. Um, you know, your birthday should really just never end. It's a national holiday. Um, and I love you so, so much. And can't wait to hear this episode. Best wishes, Suzanne, on your 21st birthday from your Uncle Robert. Favourite Uncle Robert. There we go. Perfect. Hi, I'm Avril Suzanne's mum. And the story I'm going to tell happened a lot of years ago when Suzanne was very young. It was the trip we had to Disneyland in Paris. And we were leaving in the middle of the night really. And I had left all the coats in the hallway for us to bring with us before we went to bed. So in the morning, everybody was ready, had breakfast, got out, ready to go out of the car, all the coats were gone, so the assumption was that everybody had their coat. However, Suzanne had no coat, and we discovered this en route to the airport, and didn't really have time to turn around and get her a coat. So we stopped in an all-night shop to see did they have one, 
they didn't. So we eventually bought her one in the airport in Monsoon. And she was so proud of her monsoon coat that she wore it for years afterwards. And she ended up having, as we all did, the most wonderful holiday we could ever ask for in Euro Disney. And by the way, when we came home, we discovered that Susanna had taken her coat because she didn't want to wear it. That particular coat in particular didn't want to bring it with her on holidays and had stuffed it down the back of the couch so that we couldn't find it or even notice it before we left. So my um, my other story, Fierke here, or story depending on how you edit this out, Suze, um, but um, Suzanne and myself have gone through a lot of comedy gigs. I started off, you know, when... Um, Back before COVID was a problem, we went to loads of comedy gigs. We went to a couple in Dublin, uh, we went to a couple in Chaplins, and uh, when when I was in Edinburgh, we went to one over there. Um, and uh, Suzanne is a particularly good a companion for a comedy gig because <coughs> Suzanne loves to laugh uh, and takes certain characters come on to a comedy gig, and Suzanne takes particularly a particular fondness to these uh to, to these personalities but i remember we were at this one show in the basement of the stag's head uh, it was actually for my birthday um Suzanne took me along for my birthday and we were listening away and the first two acts were really good one of them was actually somebody that we knew as an mc from chaplains before anyway um but the third act was really awkward and uncomfortable and basically his entire shtick was he brought a load of pictures, showed the pictures and had gags about them. But it was essentially, the more and more the show went on, the more and more you got the sense that it was this guy having a midlife crisis, showing a load of pictures of <laughs> stuff to do with his life. And, and Joe, it was really weird. Anyway, it made us all very uncomfortable. Um, and uh, then the fourth guy came on. And uh, he was all jazz hands, all like friendly, over the top personality, and uh, it was basically just Suzanne's spirit animal, um, and like just the joy, <laughs> the joy on Suzanne's face throughout this whole show was brilliant. Um, Suzanne was loving it, absolutely loving the patter, um, and uh, it's the same in 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 uh, in ordinary friend circles where. Suzanne is always happy to take a bit of crack and uh, have a bit of a laugh, even if it's, you know, at herself or at whoever. It's always uh, good-natured and never taken too seriously, uh, which I think is a very important quality to have in a person. Um, so, yeah, thanks, Suzanne, for being a good sport and for making the world more crack with your patter and appreciation for it as well. So uh, my Sue story is when I realised how good of a friend Sue's actually is. Um, up until this point, we were friendly. We weren't too close or anything like that. But it was this moment that I, I kind of thought better better keep her around. Like, so it was myself, herself, and Saz sitting in Newman chatting shite, and the topic of conversation came up about uh, this girl who I'd gotten with on a night out months before this and I was like yeah cool with her no bother but then Suze comes in with the big no I don't like this girl at all 
it, it wasn't probably that dramatic, but you get the gist. And I was a bit surprised by this because I was like, what's she ever done to Suze? So Suze goes on to explain why she didn't like this girl. And it was because at the time I'd gotten with her, I kind of asked for coffee and she completely aired me for two months. And I had completely forgotten about that. Like, and this is maybe like half a year later. But Suze didn't forget. Yeah, like I had completely forgotten about it, but I, I just thought it was really sweet of Suze to, to remember it so far on and to be like in my corner about it. And I just thought it was really nice. And I was like, Suze is one to keep around. Big happy birthday, Suzanne. You only turned 21 once, girl. Yeah, but I'd say the most memorable story I have of Suzanne uh, probably goes back to second year of college. Um, Christmas day of second year of college, that is. And I was cooking Christmas dinner for a good few people. And Suzanne texted me, um, wondering if I could make um, a few mashed spuds without milk for her. And I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, that's no hassle at all. But sure, in the rush things, um, I completely forgot and I ended up putting milk in the spuds that I gave to her, and sure, I nearly killed poor Suzanne. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, so Suzanne, I am extremely sorry about that, but that is the moment that stands out the most for me. Um, it's nearly killing you. So, um, yeah, and to this day, we are still good friends, so obviously she doesn't, well, hopefully she doesn't hold it against me. But, yeah, so happy birthday, Suzanne, and enjoy. A very happy 21st to the best hugger on the planet. Happy 21st, Suzanne. Okay, so when Suze and I were younger, everybody told us that we looked really alike. Um, so one day, Dad was out in the garden just, like, doing things. And Suzanne, I'm like, I've got an idea, I've got an idea. Let's change our clothes and see if anybody can tell the difference between us. And I mean, we have different, different ginger hair, different color eyes, different faces, particularly when we were kids. She looked like an Olsen twin. I did not. Um, but we went in. And I remember Suzanne was wearing like a red top and like dungarees. And we were about the same height. So I, I was able to fit in anyway. We, we changed and we came back out. And then we like stood beside each other and we were like, hi, dad. And he was like, what are you doing? And we, I remember being so disappointed that we couldn't fool him. So we went back inside and we went to go find mum. And she also was not fooled by it. And she was like, what are you doing? And we're like, we thought we could be twins. Yeah, like in Parent Trap. Like looking back on it, we did have several items of clothing that were identical. The di same thing, different colour. But no, we were wearing entirely different outfits that day. And I remember you were wearing dungarees. No, I know. I remember I was wearing dungarees too. I have it like photographed <laughs> in my mind. Like, I have I no idea what yeah, you're Yeah, I wearing. can't remember what I was wearing. Main character syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> as I point to myself. As I make a whole episode about my birthday. Yeah. Main character syndrome. Hi, guys. Mummy Jeannie here. We're sitting around the table trying to remember memories over the last 21 years. I officially became your child minder when you were five months old. But you were around a lot longer with Sophie before that. I'd say from week one, the two of us were plotting and planning. And uh, 
my memory of being stopped in the street with my blonde and red-headed twin more than once and I just went, yeah, that's right. Um, I walked down to the village carrying you, Suzanne, pushing a double buggy with Eve and Sophie. Then Eve went to school and I was left with the two, two of you and the mischief that the two of you two got up. I did my best to bring you up. I sat at one corner of the table each with one bowl of food between you with one spoon, one each. Spoonful for Sophie, spoonful for Suzanne. Um, that saved all the washing up. But you also liked to eat other things and there is a strong memory of you eating the inside of a green marker. My memory of you eating it is very, very vague. My memory of the nappies is very, very vivid. <laughs> and you're always still, you and Sophie are still up to mischief together. All these years later, we're still going on our guide camps, pulling plenty of pranks. I have a strong memory of our Christmas camp where we acted as the Grinch and we crawled outside with the, the Christmas tree dragging it along the floor behind us losing all the bobbles along the way waiting for them to notice and even then you were probably high on your painkillers high as a kite and you told me I was a wonderful ladder for you helping you get down from all the bunk beds and if we weren't on guide camps we were having sleepovers in each other's house and I remember having to give up my bunk bed for you and Rover to sleep in and I had to sleep on the floor and we used to play games on our DS's and we talked to each other like the before of us upstairs and one of us running around your kitchen downstairs using picto chat to to relay mess very secret top secret messages to each other all of the time yeah, yeah those sleepovers bring back memories to me of noisy houses <laughs> was never sure whether it was one or three moodies in the house but the, the sound level always seemed to be the same uh, but uh, and I, I don't think it's quite down either. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I've missed you when you came for parties, I can remember there would always be the antihistamine tablets bought because uh, you wouldn't be the one that would want to miss out. So if there was orange sweeties going, the tablets were taken and you could consume anything you wanted because the allergies hadn't developed quite so bad at that stage. But yes, get-togethers and parties were... I've always been a very, very strong part of the Five Sisters. And we always knew it was your birthday coming around. We could never forget it because it was always on the weekend of the Eurovision. We'd all be gathered around the TVs screaming for Azerbaijan when the year they won, <laughs> getting up to plenty of games at all your parties. And there was one very strong game, if you ask any of the five of us that we used to play, and that was the princess game. And who else could be our princess except for you, son? <laughs> and it was great crap for years, and we'd go off for hours, I'd say, playing it and talking absolutely nothing, just chatting, until Beth decided that she no longer wanted to be the lady-in-waiting and ruined it on us. But we have a really healthy answer. We still give out to her about it, but we do still talk to her, so she's still knocking about the place. Yeah, it is brought up regularly. <laughs> Never forgotten. But even all these years later, we're still hanging out and plenty, spend plenty of time with you over the COVID lockdown, coming down, doing all sorts of bizarre jigsaws and trying to get them done in a day and watching NCIS all at the same time. It's been, it's, there's been a lot of memories over the years, a lot of happy memories. So, happy 21st birthday, Suz. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Suz. Happy 21st, happy birthday. Well, I suppose first off I say happy birthday, Suze. 
Um, I'm sure everybody has said some really nice stories and moments, but you know, my memory's crap and I can't remember anything, which is probably why I'm one of the last people to record this message. But I suppose for me, I couldn't really think of a moment or a, a story of my favorite moment with you, but you're the person I go to when I'm in a fry because I can't pick out what to wear on a night out or if I'm making some elaborate cake for somebody and I can't get a flamingo head to form you're the person who just sits there with me while I like kind of slowly lose my shit and don't get mad at me despite everything you've gone through you're able to like sit there and like chill with me and like you just being in the room makes me more calm centered I don't know so I hope you've had an amazing birthday and that you continue to be that present in my life but also that I can be that presence in your life I'm you're an amazing person your value is not only to keep me sane because that would be but that that'd be very limiting because I'm one person but you're amazing you're super creative I hope you keep exploring your creative side keep being I hate this word but boss bitch um because you're amazing and I hope you have an amazing life to come much love happy birthday this is Beth obviously oops (laughs) hello this is birthday greetings for my daughter Suzanne my name is Fred also known as Suzanne's dad I've known Suzanne for over 21 years now and I love her very, very much and I hope she really enjoyed her birthday because she deserves the very, very best. Um, But the birthday message from, I mean, almost a month ago, I thought we were recording like a full thing, but here we go anyway. I think the Sue story that tops it all was Suzanne not telling people that I was invited on a night out and like me rocking up. And then we only had like like a liter of raw vodka, no mixer. So then we were drinking, and then we got like dilute and stuff, and we had that. But we had like most of the bottle, and we were very merry in town. Took beautiful, beautiful pictures. Um, a man with a oh my god, what was his name? He had such a strange name. No, like a really weird name. Oh, it's gonna annoy me so much. But yes, he took beautiful pictures for us in the queue still on my phone still terrify me to this day and then we went in and we were only in but like five minutes and Suzanne was like oh no and I was like oh no so we've gone to D2 the famous first year spot and um Suzanne puked her guts up and then she was going to continue puking her guts up and then we were like okay we have to go and like loads of people hadn't like it was very early in the night so like there was no need for Suzanne we could have just left and not said anything like we weren't even charged in like it was that early but Suzanne was like no I've Crohn's to the uh to the bouncers and they were like oh my god like I'm so sorry and she was like yeah yeah Suzanne doesn't have Crohn's <laughs> she just drank too much and yeah um then we got our taxi home and she puked all the way down the Harcourt Street very fond memories and I think we did did we stay I think I stayed over in yours after that in the spare room I think the two of us left there as well 
So yeah, that is that is one of the top Sue's stories. We've we I to be honest, all of the quarantine calls, the Sue's the Sue's birthday quiz. Ooh, that was another good one. That was a top notch quality quiz. So apologies for this message being I mean ten years too late, but I, I was under different impressions. Yeah.